0: That even struggle to breathe when they get out of bed. To struggle to trust because he hasn't come through yet. He wants to let you know he knows the tears you cry. He has not forgotten or forsaken you, his timing is always perfect. It is through this perseverance and endurance that a testimony will come. Just feel like there's people here that want to drop the ball. Don't do it. Don't drop the ball. Father, today I just pray as this word comes that Lord, it just draws us closer to you, Jesus. That it encourages us to live a, a life that is honourable, that is praiseworthy, that is noteworthy. Lord, that it is something, Father, that, that is not, it's not hard for us to walk in your footsteps, but it would be something that is enjoyable and we want to do. Right now in this season, as Cameron shared, you know, during, during communion, where there seems to be no peace, Lord, you are the peace. You have placed that peace within us. So Lord, today, rise peace up in this room, I just pray right now, in Jesus' name, that we can be the calm in the storm because Jesus, you were. And your word promises, Lord, that whatever, I, you know, whatever we do in your name, Jesus, we will do greater things in your name. So, Father, today I just pray that, Father, this this word, it just draws us closer to you as before our kids come out to share with us something they've been working on for a very long time to bless us and to honour you, Lord God. Just bless them as they get ready. Calm any nerves. Just pray, Lord, they come out with, with strong, being strong and courageous and bold with the humility of the Lord. In Jesus' name, and we all say, amen, amen. Bless you, you, may be seated. Can we give the band a hand So grab a seat? What a beautiful time. Yet again, it was another time we could just bask in his presence. It's, it's uh, very tangible in this room this morning. I, I would hope that you would agree with me. So thank you, thank you, team. Thank you, Olivia. It's a beautiful time. Well, as you know, in a couple of minutes' time, we are going to be having our kids come out to, to perform a bit of a nativity. So um, always enjoy these times because nothing ever goes to plan. You know, you plan things and nothing just ever goes to plan. But they're going to have a great time and we're going to have a great time watching them. Amen. Very encouraging. Lots of applause. Gotcha. Anyway, so but before they come out, I just wanted to talk to you about the importance of the nativity. So the reason why I want to do that is because we've all seen the nativity, right? Most of the time with the Nativity, we concentrate on it at, Chris, at Christmas time, don't we? That's the only time we actually concentrate on Nativity, really, is at Christmas time. But I want to let you know the importance of the Nativity runs right through the year. And you say, yes, of course it does. But how often do you think of the Nativity in August? Well, none of us really wants to because we know Christmas is coming. Or even, let's say, March or April when we th- we're thinking about what did Jesus did for us on that cross. The thing is, is that a lot of us don't concentrate on the importance of nativity the whole way through the year. And that is actually the hope which will get us through. I'll talk a bit bit more about that in a minute. But who's been to colonnades? Put your hand up. Have you seen the nativity there? It's actually up the top. I'm actually really impressed with that. You know, it's probably one of the oldest nativities on the earth. Um... But they still use the same nativity. But you know what? Every year they still put that nativity out. It's still out for all to see and reflect on. I don't think there's many other places that have nativity. But it's interesting how colonnades still puts their nativity out. I'm not sure if Burnside does. I haven't been to Burnside because they're having a huge renovation at the moment. I do like shopping there. I mean, not that I can afford anything. It's all right. I just like looking at the pretty shops and i um, dreaming, and so yeah. But it, it's just that whole thing. When you see nativity, what do you think? Jesus. What else? What was that? Yes, cows. Thank you, Zeke. I thought Bev said that for a minute, but I, then I, because I was, I heard the. Yes, cows, animals, livestock. But you know what I think. I think of peace. I think about how peaceful it would have been. Well, it wouldn't have been. When Mary was having Jesus, let's be honest, girls, it would not have been peaceful. Even the cows would have gone, let's leave. You know? um, but can I tell you, it's just this beautiful peace that comes over me every time I see. I have a nativity up in our house, and, and I'm sure some of you do. And, and every time I look at it, I just I just think about how the world would have stopped. Even the crickets wouldn't have chirped when that moment came. You know, I don't think it was a coincidence where the manger lay, where it was and who was in attendance. And this is some of my own thoughts, but God is always specific and the imagery of the, ma- the manger predestines our eternal future and it's st- it's strategic. I'm going to talk to you about and share that with you in a minute. The Nativity recounts the birth of Christ and his adoration. All right, so let's have a look at some of this. So I'm going to read it because you're going to hear it. So I'm going to read some of it. So don't switch off. We've got some scriptures there. So in Luke 2, chapter 6 to 20, it says, While they were there in Bethlehem, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her son, her firstborn. And she wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no private room for them in the inn. In the same region there, was, there were shepherds staying out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord flashed and shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For this day in the city of David, there has been born for you a saviour who is Christ the Lord, the Messiah. And, and this will be a sign for you by which you will recognise him. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. Then suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, angelic army. Think about that for a minute. Praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven. And on earth, peace among men with whom he is well pleased. When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, let us go straight to Bethlehem and see this wonderful thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went in a hurry, found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby, as he lay in the manger. And when they had seen this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were astounded and wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these things, giving careful thought to them and pondering them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. Okay, so let's set the scene. Right, okay, manger, in an inn, out in the sticks, probably because the inn was full, out in a a barn, I should say. Then next thing you know, their baby's born, a lot of screaming, everything's happening all at once, commotion. Joseph doesn't know what to do with himself. Isn't that a typical, anyway, (laughs) what do I do, what do I do sort of thing? And then next thing you know, the shepherds walk in and you've already got creation in with, with Jesus, okay? So then the Magi or wise men, who were astronomers and educated about the stars, were following the star. And then Herod, as we know, due to fear and jealousy, told the wise men to tell him where Jesus lay because he wants to meet him too. But we all know he wanted to kill Jesus because he knew what the Messiah, he just knew, right? So in Matthew 2, 9 to 12, it says, After hearing the king, they went their way and behold the star, which they had seen in the east, went on before them, continually leading the way until it came and stood above the place where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And after entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then after opening their treasure chest, they presented to him, fit for a king, gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned by God in a dream not to go back to Herod, the Magi left for their own country by another way. Okay. So I think because the inn was full and the the stable was the only place available, it shows us, now I'm not preaching heresy here, but it's something that God spoke to me me, and he might have already spoken to you about it. It shows us we can worship Jesus anywhere. Even in the most lowly places in the earth, because he is everywhere. So that's the first time we can, wor- he wasn't worshipped in a temple, he wasn't in a tabernacle in the Holy of Holies. All of a sudden, Jesus was in a place where everything was lowly. In that moment, Jesus was showing us that he wasn't going to live in a palace that he was going to live with a humble heart, in a humble place, with humble parents. That's the first thing. We don't need to to go to expensive temples or tents of meeting to experience his presence. Holy Spirit lives within you. If you know Jesus as Lord and Saviour today, Holy Spirit lives within you. Jesus, the same Spirit that was in Jesus, lives within you right now. So Jesus is with you wherever you are and wherever you go. doesn't matter where you choose to walk your feet. Jesus is in you and he is with you. You know, the fact that Joseph and Mary, the family, I'll call them at that point, family of three, wise men, shepherds and creation were present with Jesus, all focusing on Him and worshipping Him, I believe is a representation of what will happen in heaven. That we will all one day be singing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty together, worshipping. We're doing it now, but can I encourage you, it won't be until that eternal place that we will feel the full power of God's presence and we will not allow a rock to cry out before us that's why it tells us if we don't cry out and praise Jesus the rocks will do it instead can I encourage you let's not be rocks let well we're not rocks but let's not let the rocks or those things that are hard cry out instead of us let us be people who worship him in his fullness and his glory now not when we get to just get to heaven and think well now we really want to do it really want to do it now praise him worship him all the focus on the only true king was there at that moment all the focus they were all worshiping jesus this this will be what will happen in heaven but however in heaven we will worship not a born king we will worship a resurrected and ascended king a king who took back the keys Of life and death, and said to the devil, Where is your sting, death? Where is your sting? So just think about that for a minute in the manger. The nativity scene shows God as he came into our world, wrapped in flesh, the word tells us. It's just a beautiful analogy. Got rid of all his divine privileges and wrapped, God wrapped the Father, wrapped his Son in flesh and sent him to be with us. But it also makes us reflect on our life that is part of God's own life. It invites us to become his disciples if we want to attain ultimate meaning in life. It encourages to have hope instead of despair. Peace instead of anxiety and turmoil. Love instead of hate. And joy instead of hopelessness or helplessness. You know the wise men came to offer their best to Jesus, their very best. You know gold is a symbol of kingship, and was given to Jesus to show he would be the king of the Jews. Frankincense is a is a symbol of deity, a divine being, to show Jesus was the Son of God. Myrrh is a symbol of death to show Jesus would eventually die for our sins. Do you know that? The star was a sign Jesus had been born. Today, we offer our best, or we should offer our best. Offer our best whether it's with time, in service, with our talent in service, and our riches, our riches, You know, it's so prevalent that right throughout the New Testament, Jesus speaks so much about how money is is not great at all for our own peace within our hearts, within our lives. Yes, we need to function with money. But the truth is, is that Jesus, as we know, said it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter the kingdom of God our richness does not come from things that can go moldy that can rust that can be destroyed that a robber can steal out there's something within us that no man on earth can steal Jesus the manger gets us to take focus off ourselves they weren't all think the wise man going oh it's my You know, is my crown straight? Or I don't know if you wore a crown, but anyway. You know, the cows and the sheep and the donkeys and the chickens, they didn't care what they looked like. The, The whole focus was on the baby who lay, who is king. That was the focus. Took the focus off themselves. But the manger does that. The manger takes the focus off ourselves and our concerns and our struggles. And it puts our focus on the one thing that can change all of those things. Jesus, Jesus, who we cast our burdens onto, he tells us to cast our burdens onto him. Because why? Because his yoke is easy and his burden is light. But how often do we carry them with us? And yet right there, right there, when we focus in on who he is, you know, we don't see him physically lying in a manger, in a feeding trough. You know, it wasn't this pres- like like the like the the Egyptians and that when they had their if you ever seen photos of some of their cribs they were all gold. Yet this this king he has more majesty than any king on earth, and he was placed in a feeding trough as a manger. You know. Nativity scene shows God as he came into our world, humble, contrite, holy, honourable, loving. There's so many other words. But it also makes us reflect on how our life is part of God's own life because Jesus is that. We are also that. We are also that. It invites us to become his disciples. If we want to attain ultimate meaning in life. How do you become a disciple? You ask Jesus into your heart, into your life. You 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 confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, and then you too partner into eternity with those who believe. It was the best day of my life when I did that. You know the word tells us the only way to the to the Father is through the Son. There is no other little G God. There is nothing else, no other idol we need to worship. We just need to accept Christ into our life. You know, we don't need to be perfect. We don't have to have everything, you know, I would say all your ducks in a row. Because we're all imperfect. Isn't that awesome? And he loves us anyway. And he carries us through this life with love, acceptance and with care. You know, Jesus' birth brought people together to focus on Him. We do the same today every week in this service when we gather together, when we meet specifically in other prayer meetings and all those sorts of things. You know, but every day of our life, before we get out of bed, you know, I mean, ben, Benny Hinn wrote a book and we all have arguments about Benny Hinn, but he wrote a book and one of the very first books I ever read because I'm a reader was Good Morning, Holy Spirit. And it taught me a lot about having that best friend within my heart to know that Jesus was within me. And so every morning now, I still get up and say, good morning, Holy Spirit. No matter if I'm not feeling too great, no matter if I went to bed a bit cranky the night before, no matter what it is, I just say, good morning, Holy Spirit, because you are my best friend. You know me better than anyone ever. Holy Spirit. You know, the manger, the feeding trough was a sign of what Jesus came to do. He came to offer himself as bread for our souls. In a feeding trough, bread for our souls. Yes, that fed animals, but he came to feed everyone with the only true bread that would actually feed us for eternity. The nativity play, the Arise kids are about to come out and reenact, is so important to us, not just around Christmas time, but right throughout the year. you know, a great quote, and a lot of you may have heard it, was written by Ralph Washington Sockman. says this, The hinge of history is on the door of a Bethlehem stable. The hinge of history is on the door of a Bethlehem stable. Just going to get, um, Austin, if you want to run out, let him know. Not just yet. I just want to read. Has anyone heard that song, Mary? Did you know? It's everywhere at the moment. It's probably one of my most favourite carols. um, But it's a song that I actually could sing the whole year through. So to me, it's, it's an anthem. And I'm going to read it to you before the kids come out today. You may not have heard it before, but Maverick City do it. A lot of Christian bands do it. Anyway, it says, Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters. Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will give sight to a blind man? Mary, did you know that your baby boy will calm the storm with his hand? Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod? When you kiss your little baby, you kiss the face of God. The blind will see, the deaf will hear, the dead will live again. The lame will leap, the dumb will speak the praises of the Lamb. Mary, did you know that your baby boy is the Lord of all creation? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day rule the nations? Did you know that your baby boy is heaven's perfect lamb? That sleeping child you're holding is the great I am. Isn't that the most beautiful thing you've ever heard? Will you stand with me as we just praise uh, before the kids come out? Just close your eyes and bow your heads for a moment. Thank you Jesus. I just we just invite you Right now, during the business of this season, like Cameron said, the Mary and the Martha, the choice is ours. I understand there's a balance, but Lord, help us balance that. But Father, right now, I just pray in Jesus' name, Lord, that you would show us the life of what is in within the Nativity, that you would show us, Lord, that there were representations and keys to what would take place in, in eternity even. Father, I just pray right now as the kids come out this morning, as they share around the nativity, it's not just a play. It's not, it's, not, it's not something that's not real even in the sense of them reenacting it. It's actually truth that is reenacted. That Jesus, you came into this world to save all humanity from their own sin that this world cannot take from them. That Jesus, you gave your body for us. You gave your life for us. You bled for us. You placed yourself upon the most excruciating instrument of death with humility. And you even saved someone in that moment, the thief that that's, that was on a cross next to you because of his faith, that your focus is never on self but always on everyone else. Lord, there is so much we can learn even through the birth of Nativity. But Father, I just pray that Father, as they come out today, as they share about who you are, let it let it deposit something within our hearts. Let it. If we need peace, I pray, Lord, it gives us peace. If we need hope, hope. If if we need joys, we laugh with them as we applaud with them. Give us that joy, that joy that only that is our strength that only you can give us, Lord. But I just pray, bless each and every person in this room this morning, and I pray, Lord God, that you speak to us through this Nativity, in Jesus' name, and we all said amen amen bless you so we're just going to maybe seated there'll be a little bit of jostling and